Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I want to tell you about the capture of the Dutch fleet at Den Helder, a remarkable and very, very silly story about the time that a fleet of ships was captured. And you're thinking, well, okay, I mean, ships get captured all the time in war. What's so special about this? You better have something pretty bloody good up your sleeve here for us, mate. And I will tell you, you are right. Ships do get captured all the time. Very, very common thing indeed throughout history. Nothing all that remarkable about capturing a ship except exalted listener, when you capture a ship while on horseback as part of a mounted hussar regiment. In 1795, a Dutch fleet was captured by cavalry, the only known time that horsemen have managed to capture naval vessels. Traditionally, cavalry and naval units don't tend to fight all that much. And if they if they were to, you would imagine that one side would have a decided advantage. Ships don't tend to be at their best on land. You wouldn't expect them to win many fights on land. Well, I guess unless you, um, unless it's one of those, uh, you know, those amphibious tourist vehicles that, that people take around, you get a very aggressive tour guide on one of them, or maybe, you know, strap some cannons to a hovercraft or something. I don't know. Um, but in a similar vein, war horses aren't generally, generally considered to be peak performers while in the water. Horses can swim, of course, but you put a rider and a bunch of heavy tack onto a horse and See how well you go trying to capture a bloody warship on the open sea. So a very rare feat, as I say, uh, the fact that this fleet was captured by men on horseback. Um, The only one we know, the only time this has happened in history, but during the War of the First Coalition, part of the French Revolutionary Wars, it did in fact happen. Here's the story. Back in 1795, as I say, the brand new French Republic is waging war against its monarchical neighbours. And just for good measure, also some of its Republican neighbours as well. One such neighbour was the Dutch Republic, also known as the United Provinces or the Republic of the Seven United Netherlands. So nothing has changed. The Dutch still like having lots of different names for their country, even today. Uh, anyway, the French get after the Dutch, march into, into Amsterdam on the 19th of January uh, during a particularly bitter winter. Uh, and the Dutch, being the sensible lot that they are, they realise on which side of Le Pen they will find La Butter. And so the Dutch proclaim the Batavian Republic. They allied with the French revolutionary forces. They completely capitulated. Uh, and there was much rejoicing because it meant that the French didn't have to, you know, burn Amsterdam to the ground. So a good result, really, in the sense that it stopped a lot of bloodshed. Um, The Batavian Republic, by the way, uh, it has a flag that looks like it was made by someone who doesn't understand how transparent PNGs work while making images in Photoshop. It is a terrible flag. Go and have a look at it. It's just the Dutch flag, what someone has put a very, very awkward coat of arms on top of. Anyway, here's the issue, right? Here's the issue with uh, with the submission of the Dutch and the creation of the Batavian Republic. Not everyone amongst the Dutch is ready to roll over and capitulate to the French. In particular, plenty of those amongst the Dutch Navy. 
So, with this in mind, the new Batavian government sent out orders to its entire military, including the Navy, saying, do not fight the French, they're our mates now, bloody long live the Republic, or as they would say in Dutch, lange leve de Republiek. That is not a joke. Sometimes Dutch is just English, but a bit weird. And, uh, and that's just sometimes, because the other times Dutch is just straight up bonkers. For instance... In Dutch, uh, if you were looking to express disappointment by saying something like, you know, oh, too bad, oh well, you wouldn't say something like too bad. You would say, this is 100% true, helas pindakas, which means, unfortunately, peanut butter. This is an actual Dutch saying that actual Dutch people say. And, and the best thing about it is that pindakas, right, which is the Dutch translation of peanut butter, doesn't actually mean peanut butter. It means peanut cheese because of some very stringent old Dutch requirements about what actually constitutes butter. When peanut butter was introduced, they said, well, this isn't butter. You can't call it butter. So it had to be called peanut cheese instead. Anyway, sorry, bit off track there. Back to 1795 and the capture of this fleet. Um, The order goes out, right, as I say, to all these Dutch forces everywhere. The war with the French is over. Please cooperate with any French revolutionary forces that you come across. They're our mates now. And the French are very keen to see this order followed. They wanted to make sure the Dutch weren't going to be a thorn in their side moving forward. And so as a result of this, they want to deal with this potential situation where the Navy might not follow the orders of the Batavian government. And they send off General of Brigade Jan Willem de Winter, a Dutch officer who was fighting for the French, to check on a Dutch fleet that was currently up at Den Helder. Den Helder is a port to the north of Amsterdam, and de Winter gathered a contingent of French hussars and rode north to make sure that they were going to follow these orders. But what was going on up at Den Helder where this fleet was stationed? Well, the Dutch captains there, they're in a bit of trouble. They've had some bad luck. Remember before I mentioned that this was a bitterly cold winter? The Zuiderzee, right, the body of water this fleet was uh, was hanging out in, it had frozen over. Terrible piece of news for these captains. Oh, unfortunately, peanut butter. Uh, these ships, they're trapped. They're trapped in the ice. So even if they wanted to disobey any orders to stand down to the French, they wouldn't have had much choice because they couldn't move. Anyway, not knowing this, the French were concerned that the, that the fleet might try to sail away to Britain and join forces with anti-French allies there. Even if they wanted to, the ice meant they were going nowhere. But all the same, de Winter had been sent off to make sure that these ships stayed where they were. Not that he was needed in order to facilitate that. And so he arrived with his hussars late in the night of the 22nd of January, 1795. And when he arrived and saw all of these ships trapped in the ice, he realised that the weather had essentially done his job for him. So you might think he probably thought to himself, oh, geez, haven't I had a bit of good luck? Isn't this an unexpected stroke of good fortune? Well, let's not forget, he was Dutch, so he wouldn't have thought that. What he probably thought was, haven't I fallen with my nose in the butter? Another brilliant Dutch phrase. I don't know what it is with Dutch idioms all somehow being butter-related, but that means, again, having a nice surprise, having an unexpected stroke of good fortune. He really has fallen uh, with his nose in the butter. This ship problem has taken care of itself. The ships aren't going anywhere, but, of course, they still needed to be secured and brought under proper French authority, just in case anyone on board is getting big ideas about resisting the orders from the new Batavian Republic. So, de Winter and his men... They set up camp for the night. They plan to deal with the situation in the morning. Uh, Meanwhile, over on the ships, there is talk amongst the Dutch of spiking the cannons, scuttling the ships, uh, just so they wouldn't fall into enemy hands. They see this big French contingent arrive, set up camp, light their fires and go, bloody hell, we're cooked here. But 
Then, luckily, before it comes to a head, before we see a proper battle between horse and ship, news is delivered to the captains that they have orders to stand down against the French. And so when the morning comes in what is, as I said, the only recorded instance of cavalry capturing a fleet of ships, De Winter and some of his hussars ride out across the ice towards the trapped ships. The Dutch peek out of their portholes to see the enemy approach, except instead of seeing them on ships, as you know, you might have expected to see enemies approach when signing up for the Navy, the Dutch seamen on horseback come trotting across the ice intent on seizing their ships. Not something you'd have on your naval bingo card. The hussars approached the ships and some of the French dismounted and boarded the ships with the permission of the Dutch, who very sensibly realised that they weren't in a position to fight. Not ships, not horses, nothing. The negotiations were short and the Dutch uh, agreed on the condition that they themselves would remain responsible for order and discipline on their own vessels. They agreed to submit to French authority and very generously agreed further to remain right where they were, like they had a choice. Uh, The French agreed, and in what has to be one of the strangest but also one of the most cordial captures of a naval fleet in history, the French disembarked from the ships, mounted their horses, and trotted off back to land. Their military operation to neutralise this fleet a complete success and one that was incredibly, astonishingly, accomplished on horseback. The French capture of the Den Helder fleet removed any real prospect of resistance, and so the Dutch fell in wholesale behind the revolutionaries as the Batavian Republic. And outside the loss of these ships to the French, I'm very happy to say that this capture was entirely bloodless, not a single casualty on either side. It doesn't even sound like someone slipped over and hurt their ass on the ice. The whole thing was very peaceful and very dignified, thankfully, although in later years, stories were spread mainly by the French uh, about the hussars storming the ships and taking them by force. This isn't true. It's very unlikely that the ice would have even held had an entire French hussar regiment galloped across it. But look, I'm not trying to take anything away from the French hussars. They did, after all, capture a fleet of ships from horseback. Uh, These ships were eventually returned to Batavian authority and and were used to fight alongside the French in the War of the First Coalition, which the French won, of course. But there was a lot more fighting to be done after that. Talked about in episodes 211, 212, Napoleon Bonaparte, get across them. But that is the story of the capture of the Dutch fleet at Den Helder. And before you think too badly of those captains who suffered the indignity of being the only naval officers in history to lose their ships to cavalry, I'll remind you that you too have probably made your fair share of mistakes in your life. And as the saying goes, people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Or, as the Dutch would put it, because again, all of their sayings seem to have something to do with butter... He who has butter on his head should stay out of the sun. <laughs>